All right, welcome everyone to our fourth Fake Nerds Watch for Star Trek Picard. I am Brandon T. McClure. Joined on this trek through this new series is uh, Michael Carls. Joining me, Michael Carls from the Nerdy Podcast. How are you today? Doing great, man. Thanks again for having me on. Having a great time uh, watching Picard and talking about it with you. Yeah, uh, as we are recording this, you've just recorded your 50th episode. Yes, we did. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Yeah, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Didn't think we'd get this far, but yeah, it's been it's been been a fun ride. I remember when we did fifty, uh, we wanted to, we postponed our review of the Mummy, which uh, the 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 Tom Cruise Mummy. Yeah. Oh, probably Tom. for the best. Didn't want to well, didn't want to do something on a negative note, I guess. <laughs> well, we wanted to do it drunk. Oh, okay. That's so probably all, the only way to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, probably. So we all got drunk and we reviewed it, and. Uh, and then my cat's stretching in front of me right now. Um, but we 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 didn't really work out too well. But we were like, "Hey, it's fifty. Let's let's drink, do whatever." So, yeah, yeah. Well, thank fun. you, man. I, I really do appreciate it. And uh, I mean, I've talked, I've told you guys about this uh, several times, but you guys have, were an inspiration for us to start our own podcast. So, man, thank you. So it's well, been nice to uh, um, sharing this journey with you. Um, it gets a little easier after fifty to keep going. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> once you once you pass that first year of like, uh, okay, now we kind of got a groove, kind of got a rhythm. Three we years blows have. by. Yeah, we definitely have gotten a little, gotten into this little groove, and it's uh, it's exciting. It's been pretty fun. I'm looking forward to what the future holds. Anyway, speaking of the future, uh, let's talk about Star Trek Picard, the, the fourth episode. Yeah. Um, and what what do you think about this one? Yeah, more setup. <laughs> definitely more set up. more set up again um it's nice to be off earth um yeah and uh it takes us to the uh romulan um i guess what, what would you call that type of what, like what they call relocation it? Outpost. A relocation outpost right yeah they don't really give too much of a background as to like the like a specific location where this outpost is but um, apparently there's a group of Romulans there that uh, he helped, tried to help during the um, during the, uh, uh, I guess, the rescue mission. Um, and let's see, the, like part of the group there that helped him. Um, I can't remember the name of that group of all of all female Romulans, um, but they are like they're not quite super assassins, but they they're. They're a group of people that take on impossible tasks, uh, mm -hmm. essentially, right? I get um, the impression they're like warrior nuns. Yeah, that's yeah. They, they actually, I think they use the term uh, warrior nuns. Um, yeah. However, uh, so uh, it was another flashback, a fourteen-year-ago flashback. That's where we started off at. Right. See, so uh, this is the first episode of Picard directed by Jonathan Frakes. I saw that and I got really yeah. excited. Yeah. Uh, if you if you want some good Star Trek, Jonathan Frakes is the guy to call. Exactly. Uh, but we uh, this is also the first time that I actually felt like this was Captain Picard. I've had an I've had an issue since the series started where I didn't quite feel, and I haven't really mentioned it on here, but I haven't really felt that he's he is the same Picard. It just kind of felt like it, it kind of felt too detached. But watching this episode. Especially the flashbacks, and especially when when he like takes off the sign and just sits down mm -hmm. in that restaurant, like I'm like, okay, I see him again. This is this is Captain Picard. Well, I mean, that just goes to show the the relationship between Jonathan Frakes and him, right? As a director and uh, as a former co-star. 
my cat <laughs> agrees right <laughs> um it's uh hazards of recording in my apartment <laughs> it's oh, good but anyway yeah yeah i think i think that has a lot to do with it it's the it's the combination of the two of them um he's also happy in the flashbacks which is something okay buddy you need to move <laughs> he's also happy in the flashbacks which is something we haven't seen him be in a while yeah uh he's got a purpose i really liked this episode and this is the first episode that i really liked i think i don't think it's any coincidence that the first episode that we like is directed by freaks i don't think so either it's also the first one written by only one person the re the first three were written by two or three people each oh really mm -hmm. okay and this one was written by michael chabon uh, directed by, oh, by who has by, who has some history. Yeah, who had uh, directed by by um, Jonathan Frakes. Like this one felt like a cohesive kind of uh, part, um, but we don't really get a lot of information outside of we're introduced to um, El Elnor, right? Elnor, yes. Elnor, the Romulan samurai that we've seen in the trailer. I kept I kept on wanting to say Elrond. Yeah, a little bit of Elrond. Yeah. Uh, I really liked him. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. Um, and I, I really, really like the crew. His his character is interesting. He's the only mm -hmm. male in this all female type of uh, assassin nun group um, that they kind of that Picard asked them to look after uh, until he could find a home. But then once the Mars once Mars was attacked by the synths, he wasn't able to ever go back to that planet. Yeah. Um, he it almost looked like he was a father figure to this kid uh you know in the flashback uh teaching him uh, uh or sh reading to him teaching him how to fence uh things of that nature so that you could you, right off the bat we could tell that they're there they had a a deep kind of relationship yeah and he and elnor felt hurt that picard never came back yes yes exactly and this group of romulans they're they're a little bit more um they're they're different than uh, than the other Romulans in the sense they don't that have secrets. They don't have secrets. They they speak in um, complete candor. In in yeah. essence, there's almost zero uh, filter between thought and word. Yeah, is, is how I, so I really like these guys. I, one of the things I really appreciated is that the 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 girl the the female Romulans they don't they're not mad at picard yeah for never coming back they're like all right no, we get it. yeah we understand we're glad you're here we're mm -hmm. glad you're here now um however there I are really some that aren't that aren't <laughs> yeah well there's a couple of there's a couple of romulans that are really not happy to see picard again uh and i really appreciate i really like that did, I don't know if you noticed this one. I mean, he had no speaking lines, but they panned over him a couple of times in that little bar at the end. Um, mm -hmm. He was a he was one of the Romulans. He looked older. He looked almost exactly like Sarek from the Vulcan from uh, the Vulcan Sarek. I don't know if you noticed him. I was like, I'm wondering if maybe they grabbed somebody who was a, uh, a like one of like a Romulan. Um, what, what were their what were their captains called? Um, captains. No, no, no. The Romulans, huh? No, not Praetor. That no, was the it wasn't Praetor. Praetor is like their their main president guy. Mm, oh, no, I can't. I, remember. I, was it Gull? No, that's uh, that's Cardassian. No, that's Cardassian. Yeah. Uh, sure. One hundred percent. It's not Praetor. Praetor was is the name of their like like a Romulan leader. 
No, I know, but I think it's Captain. Let me look it up real quick. Yeah, it Romulan. might be. Either, either or, but there was somebody in there that looked super familiar, and I, I couldn't couldn't put my tongue on it. Um, either yeah, or. Just yeah. Yeah, maybe it is. Okay. Um, so uh, 14 years later, uh, Picard, essentially, he, he tells his crew that he wants to go back to this planet to, uh, one, not only ask for help, but almost to kind of like mend things with this uh, this kid, it sounds like, right? Well, he doesn't think that he's he still there. That's right. Yeah, he doesn't think he's still there. But it's still, I mean, he tells uh, Rafi, like, this is probably the last chance I'll ever get to come this way in the galaxy. So it's something he just had to do. Yeah. Um, he's pretty sure that he's not going to make it out of this mission alive. I mean, he, he, he doesn't think that almost anybody will because he, this is, that's, that's the whole reason why he's assembling this type of crew, this little ragtag type of crew that, of people who, don't really care about him right yeah essentially well i think so uh real quick uh what's the captain's name of the ship rios yes um, rios. i love him he is <laughs> becoming he's quickly becoming one of my favorites his ema he's e he's emergency hologram program all his hologram programs are great <laughs> yeah. his, his emergency tactical hologram who's just spanish yeah <laughs> like that was i love it every single time we meet a new hologram from him i'm super into it I think that's a really great twist to the hologram uh, kind of thing, like a personalized hologram for each each captain. Yeah, so that that's that's a really neat uh, concept that I that I'm well, glad to see. Well, I also really like it, kind of expanding on because we saw an, the potential emergency command hologram mm -hmm. uh, in Voyager when because we did a lot of EMH programs. Um, so I really like the idea that the emergency hologram program got so developed that we now just have like a whole ship can be run by emergency holograms if need yeah. be i really i really like that it's a really nice like step uh a really nice progression progression from where we last left this era it's kind of interesting i'm like all the <laughs> the whole world uh, or the whole federation is like are worried about synths and meanwhile like these ships are actually becoming synths themselves because mm -hmm. they're able to control every little aspect of uh, a ship's, uh, you know, day-to-day -day, uh, needs. It's kind of funny. I'd really, I'd really like to see Robert Ricardo back. Oh, I, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that, that would be kind of neat. Uh, speaking of Voyager, though, Seven of Nine. Seven of Nine comes up out of nowhere, literally yeah. uh, saves uh, Picard's ship. I'm wondering if she, she had to have known it was Picard because of all the... Uh, um, transmissions that were going out once the Romulans kind of spotted her, and that's why she saved she. That's why she sacrificed her ship to save her to save, I'm sure, save him. I'm right? sure she did. Uh, in that battle, we see an old Romulan bird of prey. Yeah, from the TOS era. Kind of neat. I love that. Era. Yeah, that was I neat. Um, that. It was funny how they talked about it being like very uh, primitive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, it's kind of funny. Um, yeah, I was. I always like when we see like old. Like um, Enterprise did this when they did the Mirror Universe episodes, where we see the Defiant and they're wearing and they they're like, look at this futuristic technology, and it's just cardboard plastic and right, right, whatever. And uh, so I always like when Star Trek contextualizes its future. That ship is small. Yeah, it's very small. It's uh, it, I mean, it's essentially like a personalized yacht, right? Kind of like a like a. I guess so, but it's got a holodeck. I mean, like, that's maybe a he's small just, ship. He's like sacrificing uh, quarters for a holodeck. 
<laughs> I really like it's funny that they found a way to keep the they were like, we built the set. We might as well keep it around. Right. So like yeah. Picard has a hologram of his <laughs> office. And that may, that makes more sense now, too, because uh, in the previews of Picard, you know, what, a month ago now, uh, we saw seven of nine talking to Picard, which in what looks like his, you know, study or something like that. So yeah. now we we're, we're that's pretty much where we're going to see seven of nine in that yeah. scene now. Uh, I still love Allison, uh, Allison, Allison uh, as the pill. I still love her. Uh, I'm really excited to see seven and nine. I really liked Elnor. Um, we should talk about our probably, I think you and I are on the same page. Uh, I don't care about Soji. It, it was, there was no, nothing happened. No, I really, they, they went, ice skating. they went, they went, they went sock skating on a board cube. That was about it. And he's still talking about how he he's, he, how he can't like get the information from her. That's been happening he's, for four episodes now, and I could care less. He and his sister are. I almost are thought, like, like are they like uh, I forgot that they were brother and sister in this episode. They, they yeah when she they're like siblings I think because they get they get way closer than any they get they're, way too they're, close. They are textbook evil. Yeah, and yeah, it's 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 kind of parody at this point. It's it, it's it's. It's almost it almost transcends parody into um being almost offensive, like <laughs> to the point where like they're they are they're like, okay, here's my evil master plan. Where are you and your master plan? Okay, if you don't get this done by that's in one week, I'm gonna give you one week, one more yeah. episode, and then if you're not done by then is when I'm gonna enact my master plan of 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 what was a what did she say, blood and violence or something. <laughs> I don't care. Okay, well, I, go back to whole, this. Is like if all the soul the Soji scenes were cut out of this, out of the past three episodes, mm-hmm. nothing would change, and I think I would actually like the show a little bit more. I think so too. I think so too. I think you could cut the amount of episodes we have in half. Yeah, but and just cutting out all of Soji's bits, and like you can cut all of her scenes into one episode. Yes, yeah. And have that be the episode that we like, oh, this is the reveal of where she is and what's going on with her. And But for for now, we should... I feel like we should just be on Picard's journey with Picard. We shouldn't have information it's, it's that Picard doesn't have. why we're watching it, right? <laughs> right, right. But, but we as the audience are cued into where Soji is while watching Picard figure trying to figure out where it is. I would much rather be on the journey with Picard and not know where Soji is. I mean, I, I do understand uh, you know, a lot of a lot of TV shows nowadays. They like to focus on two main characters and their journey uh, towards, you know, the culmination of, of those two stories being being intertwined. Right. Um, but sure. in order to do that, you need to make both of them interesting enough to watch. And right now we only got one half of that coin. The other the other half I, I, we don't care about. Yeah, the, the but the more I say about Picard's story, the more I'm invested, the more I'm interested in where it's going. Uh, Luckily, I think I think you're in the same boat. Luckily for us, is that the Picard storyline is so intriguing and so interesting that it 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 allows us to be like, okay, whatever with Soji or or Soji. So I I legitimately block out the Soji bits. I'm just like, oh, time to be on my phone for a bit. Yeah, yeah I'm. I mean, almost right. I mean, it's yeah. And I shouldn't. I shouldn't feel that way. I should be invested in what's happening with Soji. Like I was invested with what happened with what was happening with Dodge. 
I think a lot of the the, the Jatbash stuff is interesting. I think the Borg Cube stuff is interesting. I want, but we don't get enough of the Borg Cube day to day, and we're just focused on whatever you is happening. What is uh, his plan? You know what? What would have been a little bit more interesting now that we've gotten four episodes under our belt. It would have been interesting to see, like, okay, after Dodge dies, what if Picard never found out about a a twin? What if the, his the rest of his mission was just to find uh, Bruce Maddox, right? And then we don't even find, and then the uh, second storyline of Soji, we don't see her until the end of the season, and the other half of the uh, storyline is not based on Soji, but on Hugh instead and then it would be a big reveal at the end when picard meets hugh again and then hey there's soji right there after bruce maddox says like hey there's actually a second one i made i made him in in pairs you know that'd be interesting i think i'd probably be more into that because i would rather i i really want the show to focus more on what's happening in the board cube and less on what soji's relationship is with the romulan i forgot the romulan oh my god i totally thought that my our our um our worst nightmare was going to come to fruition in this episode when uh, they said like, Oh, uh, this is a Borg ritual. I'm like, Oh, they're retconning Borg history. This is oh, great. Yeah. This is exactly yeah. what we didn't want. And I totally called it. And thank God it was just him trying to get in, trying to, you know, get uh, seduce her or whatever. That, that was happy about it. I was like, thank God. Oh, I know. Like for a moment, I was like, why would the Borg do this? I was like, no, 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 no. Okay, thank God. But it, I mean, it was kind of a fun moment, but I just don't understand what this guy's plan is. What is his goal? I mean, what information is she trying to get? I mean, if she doesn't know who she is, what's like, what is he, how does he plan on doing? Do you think she's just going to be like, all right, here's my socket. Go ahead and download. Where's your flash drive? Let me download everything yeah. that I got. And then I'll self-destruct. I really hope <laughs> next week we get Bruce Maddox. It almost looked like we do right in the in the uh, like a uh, sneak peek for the next episode. Is that who yeah, we saw, like the bearded guy that was on the floor? I think we're led to believe that. I don't know if it is. Yeah, um, we, yeah, could be. He's still he, the actor is still not credited in the show. Um, but I really, I really hope that we don't we don't drag out this Bruce Maddox thing for too long. How many more episodes are there? Four more. There's eight total, right? Or ten? Yeah, there's ten. There's ten. There's ten. So we're almost halfway through so, the season. Halfway through the season. Wow. Um. Well, I have a feeling next week is probably going to be more of just like seven of nine, like why she's there. Yeah, but we get a little bit of a we get a little bit of a they're going to they're going in disguise. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of funny. Fun. Yeah, this I looks like that. this next episode. I'm interested in this next episode. It looks like it could be a lot of fun. Do you know who's directing this episode? I think it is also Jonathan Frakes. I think every direct every director gets two. It looks like an old school TNG type of episode, and I'm thinking it wouldn't surprise me if Jonathan Jonathan Frakes was a part of it. You know what episode it reminds me of? Do you remember the episode where Picard Data? Well, not Picard, where where Riker, Data, and Worf were stuck in the casino. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a good. Reminds me a little bit of that, and I'm kind of stoked for that. Only they they didn't uh, get into costume; they just stayed in their uniforms. True, but I uh, anytime I see a casino in Star Trek, I'm I'm like, oh, that episode. <laughs> it's a, it's one of my favorites. You know, the, a, the casino a... almost reminded me of the um, it almost reminded me a little bit of uh, Ready Player One kind of ish. Like everything's all looks like techno with people like having a 
you walk he's walking through the bar and like some dude has like a, a transparent wings or something like that Do you remember that oh yeah yeah it looks kind of uh, yeah it, it is it is jonathan frakes good i'm excited then it bring it on yeah i'm i am too i like jonathan frakes a lot yeah you got you should watch the librarians i know i've been hearing good things about that i really enjoyed that show it's all on hulu you know what's funny is that uh a while back i thought i was gonna start the librarians but for some reason, I mixed up the names and I started watching The Magicians instead. <laughs> and oh, like, yeah. like somebody was all like, "Hey, you should watch this show." And I and I and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, I'll go. I'll watch it." And I'm, for some reason, I thought Magicians instead of Librarians, and I mm-hmm. watched like the first season of that. I'm like, "This is nothing like what you said it was going to be." <laughs> uh, you got to watch the movies for the Librarians first, by the way. Movies first. Yeah, there are three Maple TV movies that are really good, and then they do four seasons of a TV show. Okay, nice. Yeah, I really like that show. Anyway, that's enough gabbing about a different show. Um, you're are you watching Star Trek Discovery? No, I'm not. I have not. I've I've gotten through the first season, and I never got to the second season. Okay, because I'm going through the first season right now. Because uh, again, like we mentioned before on the show, uh, need to make that five ninety nine a month worth it. Right, exactly, and I have not been taking advantage of it at all. Yeah, so I figured I'd finally start. I finished Lock and Key, uh, which I really enjoyed. No spoilers, please. <laughs> then don't listen finished. to next week's episode of the show. Okay, uh, I'll I'll try to binge. Because <laughs> uh, that's what we're talking about next. Yeah, okay. uh, so I'm trying to... So I was like, well, I need to start a new show. So I figured I'd go back to Discovery and try to make that that worth it. Because I'm committed to this, uh, to the streaming service till the end of Picard. So. Okay. Um, cool. Um, uh, how, you, how have you been enjoying Discovery? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm. I guess I'm engaged. Getting in the story better or just staying plateauing or up I will, and down. I will say it does have a progressive uh, increase in quality. Oh, that's good. Every every episode doesn't seem to get worse. It does. It does seem to get better, but it does. It starts really low for me, so it's kind of got a long ways to go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, back to Picard. What else can we talk Picard. about with this one? Um, it was a lot of setup. I did really yeah. enjoy uh, how he tells Elnor's story. Uh, but about when, data and uh, how he used to talk about Spot back in the day, and yeah, I like he's the, never the seen a cat. He's like, oh, there, you may see one or two on the, along the way if you decide to uh, decide to do this with me. I think Picard was a little wrong in trying to get Elnor the way he did. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think he was, I think Elnor was like, do you want me to be on this because you need you miss me. me, you like me. But he's like, no, I need someone young. I was like, ah, dude, you read the room. Yeah. It's, it seemed very cliche, right? Yeah. Almost like a, it, it almost seemed kind of like the stereotypical bad guy uh of the uh, on the flip side on on the yeah no i don't know i to just to talk about like i don't mind cliche star trek plays with cliches a lot and i i don't i don't mind it it's when it's done badly that i mind it and that's what i think is happening with the with the jat vash stuff i think that's bad cliche i can't remember that i gotta write that jat vash um and the and the elnor stuff had the potential to be good cliche but they just didn't play into it right i don't think yeah like I, I really just think that Picard, if Picard had just been like, you know, I have a lot of regret from what happened with you, and I would like you to come on this journey with me because I missed you. That would, yeah, he probably would have said yes right then and there. Yeah, 
Um, but instead, he was like, "No, I need someone young. I need someone who's but going then, to yeah. fight for me." But if, but if he didn't say that, then we wouldn't get to see a little sneak peek of how he, how good of a warrior he is when he went to save Picard against the other Romulans. Yeah. That was a good so, sequence. It was cool. That that, that kind of uh, the fight part kind of came out of nowhere. I like how he. I I really like how he got mad at him after uh, at the end. Yeah, yeah. I, that 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 was very Picard of him. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. You don't take a life unless I tell you to. Yeah, or not even if you tell. I mean, like unless it's like absolutely imperative. Like it's yeah. like last case scenario. Like you got to destroy this person in front of you who's trying to destroy you. You know? Yeah. But uh, I really. Yeah, I really like that. Right in front of him, and uh, would have been like, uh, now would be a good time to have your ship beam us up. Mm -hmm. you know kind of yeah. thing yeah i really like that action sequence i mainly because i like seeing picard you know he takes off the sign he sits down he's like i want I want a drink and then he's gets to fight it's like i get to finally see like look he's 99 years old he's not gonna get into an action sequence but i like that he can still hold his own yeah he's not he's not as frail as we were led to believe yeah i mean he was i mean he still was able to do that quick one little move before he threw his sword down too yeah, because he. I mean, the point is that he wasn't going to fight. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to fight. He never does. He wants this to be resolved peacefully. Um, but he he had no choice because the senator was his former senator was got a got it out for him. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, there's not a lot of meat on this episode. Not a lot, right? Um, but I did, but I did I did enjoy it. I did I did. For me, this fixed the uh, the problem of. Is this still the is this still recognizably Jean-Luc Picard? And and I think this answered yes. Yes, it is still Jean-Luc Picard. I mean, he, I mean, we saw a lot of Riker or I'm sorry, Jonathan Frakes injecting that into this episode, especially yeah. when he's in the in the hologram. He's like, come, 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 you know. Yeah. And then uh, he would say he would just a couple of his little lines that uh, were kind of familiar with uh, with him. How he took command on the bridge. Yes, exactly that too. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry, this is not my bridge. You, you, after he was like, okay, yeah, um, beam him up, beam him board. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I did, I did really, I did really like that. You get that issue when you have. I don't mean to bring in Star Wars, but the most thing I can think of, you know, a lot of people don't think that Luke Skywalker acts like Luke Skywalker in the Last Jedi, and not to get into that that a whole argument, but I do think that there is a protectiveness to that 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 fans have to characters that they have an, a, the version of the character that is in their head. Um, it needs to be protected at all costs a lot of the time. And that's admirable when it comes to fans. I think I truly believe that. Um, so when you get something that when you get something new with the same character, but different writer, you end up thinking to yourself, is this the character I recall? Is this the character I remember? You get that a lot with comic books also. If Superman is written by Dan Jurgens in one book and uh, Brian Michael Bendis in another book and they don't sound like the same Superman, you start to wonder, like, well, which one's my Superman? Do Is this is either my Superman? Well, I, I think, think you too. have that issue with, with... That's why I had that issue with Picard. I'm like, is this my Picard? Is this still the Picard I know? But at the same so with that theory going... Uh, with that theory the one thing that that Picard has over a Luke Skywalker 
um, and over comic books is that one, we have the same character coming back to play him. I mean, yeah, we'd had it with, with, uh, with Mark Hamill, mm -hmm. but this is a big reason why I always have been a firm believer in Star Trek being made for TV, not for movies, is that TV allows you to have much more uh, of a malleable um, storytelling ability uh, over the course of several episodes to tell what type of character this uh, or what type of uh, um, uh, personality changes or anything has, has happened over a certain time period. Um, over a period of seasons, it, you, it, it allows it allows more time to really get to know this character all over again. You know, yeah, that I makes agree. sense, right? Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I also think by that logic, Star Trek doesn't work as event television. I think it works a lot better as episodic television. Um, yeah. which part, which is the issue that we come into with an episode like this, where it is good and it does fix an issue I have, uh, but not a lot happens. But I mean, see, it, I feel like if you're gonna do it like this it should be the entire season should have been released all at once. Mm, yeah, that's it would, work. it probably would be better to binge this type of uh, storytelling arc, right. As opposed yeah. to being, if it's not going to be episodic, then if you're going to tell like a, a one story over a course of uh, several episodes, just release them all. Then we yeah. probably would actually like it a lot more. Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't, I don't like the binge formula, so that's, but I do think that with something like, well, you know what? Here's a, here's a good example of what you're saying. So Daredevil, everyone loves Daredevil, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Daredevil is a great show. The first season is incredible. The first season lags in the middle, but nobody really cares about that because, you, you know, you keep blowing, you keep going through, but the middle is done in yeah. like two hours. Uh, you don't feel that lag. And I almost, I almost feel like if that was a weekly uh, release for Daredevil, you might have lost some viewers over those two, uh, two or three episodes in the middle. Possibly, or the writers had to make those episodes stronger. Maybe, but I mean, we're seeing it right now here in uh, Picard. Where I mean, yeah, maybe it is we're seeing it in Picard because while nothing happened here, we this has probably been the most enjoyable episode that we've had, right? Yeah, it has for me. I really enjoy this episode. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, but I'm excited for the next week. Yes, yes, um, I'm, definitely, I'm definitely excited. Um, Seven of Nine is here. We get more more characters we know and love coming back. Um, I really hope Seven sticks around for a long time. So do I. So do I. I love her. I love Seven of Nine. I love Jerry Ryan. Uh, I've met her in person. She's one of the nicest people I've actually ever met next to Marina Sirtis. I mean, those two go hand in hand as like some of the sweetest people I've actually met in like celebrity-wise. I met Marina Sirtis as well. Yeah, super nice. Uh, I met her at Comic-Con. I met, I met, I've met her, Brent Spiner, Leonard Nimoy, William Shatner, I met William Shatner. He was I'm it was towards the end of the day and he's I think he was tired. <laughs> I think I think I've met I think I've met LeVar Burton. I'm not I don't remember. I have to look at my my signatures. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Star yeah. Trek vets I've met. But Marina Sirtis was delightful. She was she was shocked that I knew that I even knew the show. Oh really? Yeah, I was like, You're so young. How'd you how'd you know the show? I was like, oh, I I watched it when I was a kid. And it's like, yeah. Oh my god, that's so cool. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh, she was really nice though i can't wait to see uh Riker and troy yeah it's gonna be it'll be fun to watch that um but we're getting further and further from earth which makes me wonder where they are at i'm, I'm leaning towards beta z i think you're absolutely right they're on beta z yeah as soon as we yeah. left earth in the third episode i was like that's where they are that's where they are yeah we're gonna drop by beta z 
And it makes sense that Riker I wonder would what know. the purpose, though, of uh, stopping by there is going to be. Need help? Some friendly advice? Is it the, It's in the neighborhood? He's going to need... He, he needs something, though. Or maybe... maybe. You know what? Maybe not. Maybe it'll be just like the same thing for this. Like, hey, I may never be in this part of the... In this part... Uh, I may never have a chance to come back here again. I might as well... You know, go go now while while it's right here. I think it's more than that. I think he's going to get shit. I think he's going to get shaken from his mission. He's going to question he's if gonna, he should be on the mission. He'll need reassurance from someone who he trusts. In yeah, well, he, he reassurance from his his family. I think that's what's going to happen. Is he's and he's going to come to Riker and Troy, and they're going to tell him like you're on. You got to keep going. You got to see this through. Or. He's going to get shaken. He's not going to want to go to anybody, but Rafi will probably take him to them. Maybe. I, I could see Maybe. that happening more. He he will get taken there because he's, I don't think, I think he might have too much pride to go to him uh, himself if he's so shaken. Yeah, it could be. Either way, I'm excited to see them. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Well, I mean, there's not a lot of meat, so I guess yeah, we're done. It. But I mean, it was good. It was, I mean, all in all, um, I think this is uh, this ranks as uh, number one now for me in, um, uh, in me terms too. Of which episode I like the best. Uh, I think that's strongly due to Jonathan Frakes. Um, he is you said he is confirmed the next episode's director as yeah, well. Yeah, he is directing the next episode. It makes me more excited for next episode. Uh, we see more of Picard. Um, uh, overall, still happy with this. Still happy I paid the five ninety nine, and <laughs> I'm 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 I'm, on, I'm still on board. Yeah, uh, I am the same way. I am excited for the next week. Uh, I'm glad to be watching Captain Picard again on screens. Uh, just can't wait to see. It's just really interesting to see where this goes. Uh, they need to pick up the Soji plotline because that is getting ridiculous. Yes, it's. I don't know how much how much uh, more you can you know stretch this this piece of pasta before it snaps. I don't think much longer because I'm. I'm honestly, I'm getting to the point where I'm just going to fast forward next time I see it because <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. I yeah. don't care. Yeah. So that's my biggest gripe is that the, the plot line with Soji and the Borg needs to pick up pace. Yeah, it does. It really um, does. But I guess that'll do it. We'll find out. We'll find out next we'll week. Find out. We'll find out in a few days. So. Um, so that'll do it for this episode of Fake Nerds Watch Star Trek Picard. A little short this time. Uh, no shame in that. Not at all. Um, sweet. Love it. If you guys are subscribed to this channel, thank you. If you are not, feel free to click like and subscribe and uh, the bell icon to let you know when the next episode is coming. Um, we don't know what our next fake nerd watch series will be as of yet. That will be the main three of who normally does this series, um, but it is coming. Uh, you can find me otherwise on the fake nerd podcast. We are putting up an episode right now. It's we're a little behind. This is a little behind. So Right now, there will be a lock and key episode out, but we have yet to record that. Uh, we just recorded our Sonic the Hedgehog review. Um, so there's that. Michael, you just did your 50th. Yeah, just uh, uh, we released our 50th, epi 50th episode this past weekend. Um, and uh, we'll be releasing a new giveaway um, video on YouTube. Uh, it's a big one, so make sure you guys check it out. Everybody's going to have a chance to enter in and um, and uh, get a chance to win some awesome 
comic books graded both raw and graded uh figurines uh trade uh, books on trade um pieces of artwork it's 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 a it's a whole big thing and um it's really quite it's to be quite it's quite ridiculous what we're giving away so um yeah be sure to check out that video um it'll it, it should be up now so exciting. check it out exciting uh we will link i'll try to remind sparks to link that in the below cool all right and all your information if not is- uh, just check out downright nerdy podcast on all your favorite uh podcasting apps on instagram and on youtube you are definitely going to want to subscribe to them on YouTube. Uh, all that information will be down below as well. Down right there the podcast. Subscribe to us, Fake Nerd Podcast. Uh, I'm at BC McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Michael, be on the, the internet says otherwise, downright nerdy, that's right? It. That's it. That's it. Uh, all right. Then until next time, guys, uh, live long and prosper. <laughs>